This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello, welcome to the Not Even Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. It's Monday, uh, which means our dear friend, our dear friend Garrett Vogel joins us. Hey, Garrett, are you there? Hello, Robbie Shooter. (laughs) How was your Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day. It actually uh, was not Mother's Day in Britain, so I sent my mommy uh, some flowers and a note, and then I called her, and she told me it's not today yet. When is Mother's Day it's then? I, I do few, not know. Few months. So just to make again, <laughs> you're a little early. Little early. Father's Day is on the same day as in America, just to confuse us. But what? Um, well, I, again, I wouldn't know because I don't have a mother in in the UK, and if I did, I'm sure I would have known because I'm a great son. But uh, I, I I don't know. I that's so interesting. I had no idea. The more you know, the, we're learning already on a Monday morning. Rob, <laughs> look at that. We haven't even got into the gossip yet. So happy happy Mommy's Day to all the mommies out there. And my mommy, I promise I shall um, say Happy Mother's Day again. You get to do it. No, twice. you already did it. No, You're good. You're covered. You're covered. You're covered. No, I've got to do it twice. Lucky devil. Hey, let's jump. What time is it, my friends? It is tea tea time. time. Top of the show, so some British news for us. The palace has announced that Harry and Meghan and Prince Andrew will not be on the balcony at the Jubilee. So let me explain what's going on here. That balcony shot is the shot that we all see at every wedding, at every big celebration, and it will be the centrepiece of the royal celebrations around the Queen's Jubilee, which is 
going to start on June 2nd. It goes on for a couple of days. They have decided that they do not want Harry and Meghan with the family on that balcony with millions and millions and millions of people watching around the world. So the ceremony is marking Queen Elizabeth's 70th, 7-0, years on the throne. But they don't want any drama around it. So I do agree, having Prince Andrew on there is probably a good idea. Don't have him around. But Harry and Meghan, I know there's been family tensions. I know they they stepped back. I don't know about this. What do you think, Garrett? Well, do you think Harry and Meghan are like, oh, dang it, you know, I like, ah. Oh, those two, like, they did the big Oprah thing, so they like the attention still. I don't think they stepped away to live a private life, and I'm not being cruel here. I think they enjoy the spotlight. I would too, it's a great thing to have. So I think a little bit they want it both ways. I, I, I would give them the option, or is that not right, should the Queen decide? Yeah, no, I would give them the option. Uh, again, it is the Queen's Jubilee. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the Queen, you know, Queen says, Queen does. You know what I mean? What? Uh, what? <laughs> I, I, I think we all can agree Andrew's probably not the best person you want standing <laughs> no, on that thing right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I mean, no, uh, uh, go away for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But I, I, at the end of the day, it's her grandchild, uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? With her great-grandchildren in tow. Uh, it's a tricky you know, one. It's harder than Just you like think. anything, family's tough. It is tough. tough. I was thinking about it like um, this also, though, and a friend of mine, a British friend of mine pointed this out. It's not just a family. This is a job. So they can still be part of the family. They want to be part of the family. They just don't want the job anymore. And if you don't want the job, then you can't sort of half have it. If you think of somebody at your company that has left, that has quit, that has walked away, when you do the staff Christmas party, they shouldn't be invited, should they? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, again, uh, they shouldn't. They but, shouldn't. Uh, you know, again, you know what creeps in the 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 holiday factor of it's it's the holidays. It's the holidays. You know, maybe they don't have anyone. No, let's be nice. Like I'd like right. to include people. I'm not that guy where you can't sit at my table. Like if I'm at school, when I was at school, I did go. I'd so when him... the bullies when the bullies said no, no, no seats taken. Like I said, come and sit with Rob Chute. Come on, we're more oh. fun. Bring your tray over here, darling. Pull up a chair. We'll all gossip about everybody in the whole. Canteen. So, <laughs> is that where it started for you? Yeah, like in the cafeteria cool. where you're like, oh, oh honey, oh, honey, you, you see what they got for lunch? Said. Oh, look at their, look at their shoes. Did you judge people based off of what they got for lunch? <laughs> Did you imagine? She kissed him, he kissed her. Do you he know got the teacher, hot turkey sandwich. teacher's up to. I think that teacher's having an affair. I saw, I saw, I, I knew all the gossip. Ooh, they got jello. Ooh, Ooh. jello. But I, I was very inclusive. So this makes me think a little bit like, would it be so bad? Wouldn't it be a nice touch to see the whole family on the balcony but then again if I was William and I was a working member of the family Harry isn't doing the work then does he deserve to be there this is a job this is not a family moment this is a job moment so I could go either way on this one but I'm really interested to hear what you think which brings us to our poll question of the day Harry and Meghan won't appear on the balcony for the Queen's Jubilee is the Queen making the right decision Hey, give her on our Twitter page and Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. What are you working on, my friend? Don't get mad when Megan sits down with Oprah again. Just saying. (laughs) After you say no to the balcony and she sits down with Oprah. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, Let's talk about Kim Cattrall. (laughs) So she's making the news right now. So this is kind of important. And Rob Shooter, you've even said this to a degree, too. Mm -hmm. The most important word in Kim Cattrall's
girl's career, she yeah. said, uh, while talking to a variety power of woman event, is the word no. Mm. Now, we talk about this, that it is a very powerful word. Is it an easy word to say? The answer is no. no. Uh, people have trouble saying that. So this is what Kim said at, at the event. She yes. goes, I want to share with you something that has been a tremendous help to me over the years in navigating my personal life and managing my career. It's simple, but at the same time, very complicated. It's a word, and that word is <gasps> no. So, which is kind of interesting because we, we talk about it all the time because you want to say yes, especially for things when it's pertaining to your career or friends, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes you, you don't want to. Right. I, I find myself more at ease doing that. She goes, no, I have been there. I have done that. No, I, I won't be bullied. No, that salary is unacceptable. No, I we are not having a meeting in uh, your hotel mm. room. Uh, that sounds very Harvey mm-hmm. Weinstein-esque. That's what she's trying <laughs> and, to say. And, and one of my favorites in particular, no, I don't want to be in that situation. It's not enjoyable. Wow. Now, she wasn't talking about Sex in the City anywhere in the event, but it's kind of, if you read between the lines, it kind of yes. kind of talks about Sex in the City, especially with the article that came out last week of why she walked away uh-huh. from the movie and the series based off of uh, being in a scene with Miranda's son and a, uh, a very unsolicited mm-hmm. uh, body part picture sent to her. And I, I guess that was the straw that broke the camel's back for her. But she said no, and uh, that, that's where she says. And she finally, she closes up. By saying, saying no to the past is saying yes to your future. Wow. Ultimately, you, you are the screen. This is this. Uh, this reminded me of you, Rob. Mm-hmm. a very youth. Ultimately, you are the screenwriter in the movie of your own life. Ooh, she's been reading the forward answer. That sounds so much yes. like my book. I would go even further. I would say that no is a complete sentence. Not only do we need to learn to say no, we need to just say no. I don't have to tell you why. I don't owe anybody an explanation. You can say no. I love that Kim is saying this. I really do. I think it's so important. Practice saying no. You don't have to be nasty about it, but practice saying no. When you don't want to do something, Say no. It's changed my life. I grew up somebody that wanted to please everybody. I wanted always to say yes. And I did say yes. And I said yes to things that I wasn't that proud of. And I just didn't want to do. Now I say no. How are you on this, Garrett? You're a people pleaser. It, yeah, very, very much so, and it hurts sometimes too. Like, like tonight, uh, I'm doing an event where I'm screening uh, Top Gun Two for a bunch of my friends, and and it's at that point where it's like everybody's like, "Can I come? Can I come? Can I come?" And it's like I literally like I, I was like, "Can I bring in like folding chairs into the movie <laughs> no, theater?" No, like, I mean, no, <laughs> right, exactly. No. But but early on in your career, and I think you can agree, Rob Shooter, it's easier to say yes because you want to get ahead, you want to work hard, you want on a show but then at that point at a certain point in your life it just clicks and you're like no so much easier mm. and it's it, it's such a powerful word it's such a powerful word but it's also and i love this expression here saying no to your past is saying yes to your future often we mistakenly think that if we keep saying yes it leads to a better career 100 sometimes in fact i've got specific examples where because i said no to something my career got advanced Saying yes all the time. You don't want your resume full of just rubbish. You don't want to be part of stuff that doesn't help you in the long term. And so say no. Start saying no. Hey, let's move along. So somebody that learned to say no uh, for all the wrong reasons, unfortunately, is Sophie Turner.
phenomena, and she's oh. revealing why she shut down Kendall Jenner at the Met Ball. So Sophie was on Jimmy Fallon, and she said she's really bad around celebrities, and she just can't really even understand why she's invited to these huge events. And she said every time she comes into contact with a celebrity, she acts up or says something stupid, and if a celebrity interacts with her, she immediately shuts down anything they are saying or asking. And she said at the Met Ball, Kendall Jenner invited her to a little low-key after-party that she was throwing, and she really wanted to go, Sophie did, but she said, no, no, no. I can't. Do you do that sometimes? <laughs> like you just get so nervous. You're like, oh, just got to get out of this situation. Yeah, it's almost contradictory to yes, what we really just is. talked two, about. They like, shouldn't have been like, back to back. Those two stories, but there you go. But 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 of course, I mean, like I've gotten starstruck before, like around Justin Timberlake, where you know went to an event, and the next day he came to the radio station, and he literally came up and said, "Hey, man, I just want to say thank you so much for coming out. You know, I know you probably had to wake up early, and all I could say was like." I, I, well, th- thank you for coming out, too. It was his event. Was, Why did I thank him for coming event. out to his own event? It was his event. It was his event. He's lovely, I mean, Justin Timberlake, isn't he? You've oh, seen him you a lot. Oh, you get lost in his eyes. I mean, Is he Jesus. one of your favorites? Oh, t- top five, top without a doubt. Five, Maybe top two. But do I know who is probably top one? Our uh, next story, a uh, certain well, I, lady who you love. Oh, what that's right. This is, this, is Kelly Clarkson up to? I'm calling BS on this story already, just based <laughs> off of the fact of my favoritism. So uh, Kelly Clarkson's ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock, mm-hmm. remember him? He's living mm-hmm. out in Montana. Uh, he is claiming that Kelly is spying on him with the cameras inside their Montana oh, ranch. Oh. So according to documents, Kelly Clarkson was forced to turn off 13 cameras throughout the ranch. Rob Shooter, before I go more into the story, let's just break that down for a second. We know how popular Kelly Clarkson is. We know how busy Kelly Clarkson is. She literally has four shows on television as we speak, probably five by the end of this podcast. Do you think Kelly Clarkson is sitting in her dressing room amidst doing one of five shows and and writing an album and going, hmm, let me check on camera two at the ranch. I mean, think how crazy that sounds. Say though, I would say that sounds really crazy, except a couple of weeks ago, you all know my sister Anne came to visit me and see Bruce's show Harmony. And so I had my sister Anne in New York for a couple of days. We did all the touristy things. We went out to the Statue of Liberty. We went for great dinners. We went to theatre. Anne has cameras in her house at home, and she checked them, not because she was checking on her husband, Alan, hello, 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 she was checking on her dogs. So Anne had time, in the middle of a whirlwind trip with her favourite brother, to definitely (laughs) pull out her phone. I caught her doing it more than once, and I was like, Anne, who are you texting? What are you doing? She's like, well, I'm just checking on the dogs. Well, maybe Kelly was just checking on the horses, okay? (laughs) Like, let's let's, let's call it what it is. I I just don't, I don't see think Kelly she's Clarkson checking on him. I think she's done with him. But I do think, you know, you are a bit nosy. Like You have cameras on your house, Garrett. How often oh, yes. do you look at those cameras? You're pretty busy. 
every once in a while you want to just make sure that you know no one that uh, doesn't belong in the house is trying to get into the house it's complicated uh, though because if an ex was living in your house oh. which is really what's going on here there yeah. was some weird legal thing where he got to stay in the house he pays rent there although she's paying him so much money every month right. he, he's an employee at this yeah, point yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, she's working for him all the money she's paying him at the moment but he's I on the payroll. nosy I think if I had cameras in your house Garrett, this sounds so weird. I'm sure you do. I, you know, there there are some <laughs> questionable teddy table. bears that, that that have these eyes that I'm very curious about, which I will check when I get Would home. Would I on look? Today. I mean, I don't think I'd be sitting there watching it all the time, but I also love that show, Big Brother. I oh, love that yes. show. I love it. So I'm a very nosy person, so I don't... I, but this is what I was like, oh, how ridiculous. She's too busy. She's not doing that. And then I was like, well, maybe she might just have a little look. Rob Shooter, if I'm paying you, we get divorced and we have children, and I'm paying you almost $45,000 a month for child support, I have the right to make sure that my money's going to good use. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the answer to this. Part of me is like, Kelly, you know, all the money you pay it, you could you could watch, watch, watch. But then again, I mean, a subscription, I think, to like Big Brother, that 24-hour speed is like- Well, we know time. Kelly's a fan then of the show, yeah, you know, Big Kelly's Brother. Yeah, but Kelly's thousand so should you turn these up i don't know let us know hey quickly before we get a break Pete wait, wait do you think kelly clarkson pays that extra money for the big brother feed like that's like yes, five bucks i think she pays that. <laughs> no i I, I could see her not doing that do. like she pays forty five thousand dollars in child support <laughs> to spy on her pay. husband i'm like no. that with hbo max i'm so i really really <laughs> i'm cheap i use different emails i I'm know like... <laughs> i just i won't pay it and i just so silly i would go out and drop that amount of money on like one drink and i won't pay it when game of thrones this um reboot comes back I really want to see it. But it's you'll have a new email, Rob Shooter. I'm going to have to do it. i to do it. Hey, quickly before we go to break, Pete Davidson is making fun of Kanye West. He's doing a new stand-up and he's finally having a joke about this whole situation. And he secretly hopes, he said, that Kanye West pulls a Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> so what he's saying here is Mrs. Doubtfire dressed up as a nanny so she could get back in the house as a housekeeper and look after the kids. And he said he would not be at all surprised if he turns up at Kim's house one day and sits down and there's a new nanny there, a new housekeeper, and he's like, oh, you look a lot like Kanye West. Funny. I think this is funny. And I think it's all good, done in good humor. What do you think? Yeah, and actually, if you if you you read into the joke a little bit more, it just means Pete's at home. Pete's in the house. Oh, that's what it means. Like you, you uh-huh. know what I mean. As much as the story uh-huh. is like Pete's not allowed in the house. Pete's, Pete's in the house. Pete's He's the house. with the children. Yeah. And for him to even say, "Imagine me coming home," meaning like he lives there, and and the kids are there, and there's Kanye. Uh-huh. It means he's in the house. You took away exactly what I did. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. When the Taliban banned music in Afghanistan, millions were plunged into silence. Radios were smashed. Cassettes burned. You could be beaten or jailed or killed for breaking the rules. And yet, Afghans did it anyway. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shudder with our dear friend, Garrett Vogel. Hey, Garrett, let's get yes. to the polls. Da, da, da. Bum, bum, bum. Last show, we talked about Howard Stern, who was really calling out Hollywood, saying the response to Dave Chappelle getting attacked and Will Smith attacking Chris Rock was very, very different, and he called Hollywood 
effed up. He's basically saying, if you're famous, you get away with it. If you're not famous, you don't. Do you agree with Howard Stern? 80% said, yes, you do agree. You think there are different consequences if you are super famous like Will Smith is. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... It's time for our nicest of the day. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Rebecca Romaine. Uh, you know what's funny? Even though you're, it's Re- Rebecca Romaine and I'm sure, you know, uh, O'Connell because mm-hmm. she's married to Jerry O'Connell. But I still say Rebecca Romaine Stamos, Stamos because Rebecca John Romaine Stamos and Rebecca Romaine were married. And it's just it, it has that natural flow. Yes. But, uh, you know, they are in- uh, on the talk that she she misses him. There, there, there were a lot of fond memories. And and I miss, uh, I, I wonder, like, if she thinks about him, like, y- y- you know what I mean? It, which is, mm. it, 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 <laughs> no. I, I think so. I, I'm making this story a little bit naughtier than it actually is. But, uh, it's tr- you know, imagine sitting down with someone you're with right now and talking about your ex. It's, it, it's it, uh, that's, that's the part yeah, it's very blowing. taboo. She told Jerry O'Connell this. But I think it's actually truthful. We just don't say it to right. our partner. But we all miss people in our lives. And I was thinking about, ex-boyfriends of mine and there are certain things i miss about i would love them. to meet one of your ex-boyfriends just one just one <laughs> sit down me and him give me give me like a good 35 minutes with him just just to pick his brain i i don't fall out with people garrett even people i break up with romantically i never now a lot of people fall out with me let's be clear here there's many many people who think i'm just the worst you're so evil (laughs) the worst but i don't fall out and i think it's something i trained my brain to do i try to remember the good i'm not one of those people we can be friends for 20 years garrett and then you upset me once and we don't speak that makes no sense to me i remember all the good things i really do like i might you know remember the bad things too but i don't only remember the bad things are you one of those people that just focus on the bad they upset me and i will never speak to them in the moment yes like it like like you you and i have a blowout argument and we're like never talking again for the next 24 hours no i are like the worst enemies but then by by hour number 25 and I'm kind of like a. I'm, I'm kind. Of, I, I just oh. forget. Like it's almost like clean slate. Like, yeah. I miss Rob. I think mine is just sheer laziness. I miss Rob Shooter. Yeah, He's been I'm away for laziness. so long. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm too lazy to be angry with anybody. Our nicest of the day, Rebecca, and now our naughtiest of the day, Fred Savage has been fired from the Wonder Years after inappropriate conduct allegations. So Fred has been fired as an executive producer and director of the Wonder Years reboot after an investigation into inappropriate. Conduct allegations were made against him. Deadline were the first to report this, and they believe they were verbal outbursts and inappropriate behavior. There is no place now for this sort of behavior in the workplace or, I believe, anywhere else our naughtiest of the day. Before we go, let's end with a moment of rob. You get a rob, rob, you get a rob, you get a rob. Thank you very much. You are the center of your world and the foundation of every single relationship that you have is going to be based around you. You are the center of your life. It doesn't make you egotistical. It's the truth. You're the center of your life, and every relationship you have comes from where you start, which is why you've got to treat yourself with kindness. Because if that center, if that foundation is not based on kindness, no relationship you ever have will be either. 
That's it for today. Thank you so much for yes. listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rom and Garrett show, a, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.